right? It's a lot of trial and error, right? You got to figure out what works and what doesn't work so that you can use the things that do work to help you be that your like highest capacity, right? To be able to be that most confident. And there's days where we're not always confident, right? But at least now you have the tools and resources to give you that boost, right? So one thing I do when I feel like I'm going through self-doubt, I say three things, right? I say, I am loved, I am enough, and I am worthy. And I just keep saying that until I feel good. And I know if ever anyone wants to try this, like the first time sucks or it's like very awkward because it's something new, but the more you keep doing it, the more, um, the more you'll feel comfortable with it. And I always tell people, don't take big leaps, just take it step by step, right? That's why I always say, you know, by the end of this interview or, or talking or speech, like, I just want you to take one step forward, just one step forward. I think people can do one step forward, right? Towards their journey. Just the, I know the first step is the hardest, right? It is the hardest, but you have to understand like Rome wasn't built in the day. So don't expect yourself to be confident in one day. It takes time. Even the people who you see are overnight success, it's not overnight success. They've been putting in the work day in and day out to get to where they are today. Yeah. I have, I have a few friends that are women entrepreneurs and even their stories. Holy crap. Yeah. The, <laughs> the first challenge, of course, being that they're women. They're already facing that challenge. In your case, you have women and they're Asian. That's another challenge. You know, you have this, you have these walls that you have to get past and, and dealing with biases that do exist. They, they just do. Um, and it's unfortunate because in all honesty, my friends, the ones that I grew up with in Hawaii, just as smart, just as outgoing, just as much a go-getter as a lot of the people that are the successful ones who are not of that heritage, you know, and talk about some of the ones that are Hawaiians as well. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm German, Hawaiian, Chinese, and Spanish. Well, wow. how's that for me? <laughs> um, and, and the only thing I ever get figured out as is either Persian or Portuguese, <laughs> no clue how. Um, but in each of the ethnicities that I'm a part of, they all have their challenges too. Hawaiians are always thought to just be blue collar workers. Well, I'm in the world of finance. How's that work? Right. Yeah. Um, and I have another friend who was a financial planner and was very successful and he's Hawaiian. I have another friend who's, who's also Chinese descent. He's an accountant. He's my brother. We had the same birthday. He's, he's been in accounting and in finance for years and everybody expected that out of him. And yet he's one of the... He's very creative as well. He has another side to himself and, and he's also a Sifu, which is beautiful. I love that. Um, again, it's when you're, when you're trying to pass these, that first step that you mentioned is always the toughest because all of that piles into your head. Like, Oh, what about this? What about this? What about this? And what am I going to face when I see this? And, and I'm, and I'm this, and I'm this, and I'm this, and I'm not these things. And all of that, the imposter talk comes obviously. But your, your, your directive of just take the step, Yeah. the false ones will immediately fall off. And, you know, one thing is take the imperfect step because it's not going to be perfect. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. not. <laughs> that, that imperfect step usually is what starts breaking off some of the walls that we think are there and they're just illusions. And then we can actually deal with the real ones. And, and I, th I think, I think that happens a lot more often than people care to admit. And, you know, again, like you said, it doesn't work for everybody. Everybody works differently. Sometimes it might take a couple of starting steps, but if they don't start, it won't happen. No matter what happens. Killer <laughs> advice. Guys, we're going to take another short 30 second break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's next. Cause I'm, I'm pretty sure she's got more to share with, uh, 
who's coming on the to- on the podcast and a little bit more about the book as well. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. And we're back here, Java Chat with Sheena Yap Chan. We're hanging out talking about the Tao of self-confidence. I actually really like that title. Thank I mean, you. <laughs> freaking cool. I just, if, if I can just say honestly, it that's really, you're right. 10 steps to 12 this or that, either. the Tao of self-confidence. You should probably write another book around that, just that alone. <laughs> if you haven't yet or haven't started, don't put it in <laughs> way. But so you got the podcast, it's doing well. You've already done 700. Where are you going to go with that? I mean, I'm just, like I mentioned, I'm always trying to find different platforms to get the message across, to be more visible. So we have this book coming right at the end of the month. We're going to have a virtual summit as well that's free to register. Anyone's, yeah, then all the authors will be there speaking on topics that can help women, men too, in their business. And it's going to be really exciting. And we also, I also will have another book come out called International Women of Color Who Boss Up because it's also very important to highlight women of color, especially in the time that we're in. I do believe that we need to promote more diversity and inclusion and also promote solidarity with, you know, other minority groups, right? I don't believe in fighting hate with hate, right? We should fight hate with love because that's the only way we can solve this problem. And so just seeing, you know, a book that highlights 16 women of color is also just as inspirational because there's none out there. And, you know, as Asian culture, black culture, Latina culture, indigenous cultures, we all still face similar things. We all still face model minority myths that stops Mm -hmm. us from leadership roles, CEO roles, you know, high corporate roles, or, you know, even pay inequality. So you know, super excited for that as well to come out and yeah, just putting myself out there. Right. It's not easy to be honest. I'm telling you, it's not easy. Like there's days (laughs) where I just want to hide from the world. I'm just telling you that, but I do it because it's necessary. It's not just about me. It's, it's, (laughs) it's not just about me. It's, it's for future generations and for women out there who are still a little bit scared to go out there on their own or to show them show up. Right. To be a leader is just to lead by example, to walk Mm -hmm. side by side with them, to Mm -hmm. show them what's possible. It's not who's higher, who's lower. You know, we're just here to show you what's possible. Yeah. True leadership has always in my mind, always been about being the example and being able to lead uh, you know, even as a, as a kid, as, as we grew up, we learned about the, the, the kings that were uh, beloved and the kings that were truly despised. And the ones who were beloved were the ones who were always out in front leading with their sword. And the ones who were despised were the ones in the back saying, you go out first. And it, and it just holds true for any, any leadership position, even within the military, even within certain, certain corporate cultures, not your boss. You know, I, I, I do that even with interns. They come in and they think I'm 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 the boss. I'm like, Mm-mm. now boss spelled backwards is double S O B, and that's usually what they are. <laughs> that's so, a new one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's an old one from Red Fox, but I'm recycling it. So, um, <laughs> but the idea is is just like you said, when you lead by example, when you lead by inspiration, instead of just direction, um, people have a tendency to buy in more. And they have a tendency to stay, stay bought in a little further because all of a sudden they, they kind of feel like it's, it's their, their deal, not, not necessarily the boss's deal or the leader's deal. And like you said, it becomes an inclusive group. Everybody can get in on it. And why shouldn't they? Yeah. And I think that's amazing. When does that book come out? Do you, you have a time frame on that? Uh, I think the ebook will come out sometime in May. 
So okay, cool. pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll want link on we'll want a link on it when it comes out. The virtual summit. When does that happen? Because that sounds interesting. Yeah, it'll be at the end of the month, so March 29 to the 31st. It's okay. free to register. I'll send Michael the link. Mm. And for, for those who haven't gotten the book, feel free to pre-order a copy of a, a signed copy of the book. I do have some bonuses for the ones who do pre-order. And like I mentioned, it does go to nonprofit organizations in Canada and the U.S. that are helping us fight the racism against Asian our Asian community because it's definitely needed. Um, we just need to get the word out there, spread the love, spread the word, spread the message. We do, you know, this, this problem has, has, it's not new. It's been around. It's just because of the pandemic, it's, it's heightened by it's, a lot. It's exacerbated <laughs> big time. I, yeah. And, and also if you go to my website, uh, I have a free report called eight ways to eight ways to boss up your confidence in life and business. Um, for those who want self-confidence coaching, I do offer complimentary 20 minute one-on-one. -on -one, so. And they can book that on SheenaYapchan.com. Yeah. Awesome. All so, on my website. <laughs> all perfect. Yeah. Her website's packed, guys. If you guys want to go see what she's about and learn more about, you know, her philosophies and see what she's doing, the podcast and so on. It's all on the site. I've already been there. Well done. Thank you. If, if you guys are <clears throat> looking to connect with her, uh, I'm going to throw them out here. Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. I also have YouTube. <laughs> the, the main, yeah, main ones. You know, the easiest, the easiest way is Google Sheena Yapchan because I'm the only Sheena Yapchan out there. And she's unique, guys. Perfect. <laughs> Listen to that. The only one. Um, perfect. We'll make sure that all the links are down below in the comments uh, for all of that stuff. Uh, plus the names uh, and, and we'll go find Jessica and Kat's uh, interviews and put those down there too. You guys, if you want to connect with Sheena Yapchan, go ahead and see her on her.com got any questions and you just want to put them down here she will get the links so you know post a question yeah don't be afraid to ask i always say if you never ask the answer is no so or or, or the answers i don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's always i don't know if you don't ask what it is we I have no idea what you want so you gotta ask but and then um if you are watching us obviously on youtube thanks for watching make sure that you're now now see i have to now i have to change my hands around the, the subscribe, subscribe button should be down there. I need more coffee. <laughs> Make sure you hit the bell next to it so that you know when we get another excellent guest like this right here joining us. Uh, and you can stop in and take a watch. If you're listening on any of the platforms that we are on, which like there's 13 of them, um, download them, subscribe. Uh, we are on Spotify. If you're listening to us on the home, uh, home platform, which is anchor.fm, give us a like. Um, you can show some support there too. We could always use it. The big one though, if you got anything out of this, send this to a friend, send it to a colleague, somebody that you think that might give them a little bit of inspiration, give them a boost, give them a lift, something, because that's why we do these. We do these so that you guys can benefit by some means possible. It's information, it's inspiration. It's meant to help you guys on your journey. Um, and, and I would suggest going and checking out Sheena's podcast because I'm fairly sure she's got a ton of good lessons over there too. Um, we always end our podcasts the same. You know, we love the fact that you stop, make time and take time to come and watch us or to listen to us. We really thank you for that. Um, Sheena, thank you very much for joining us here on Java Chat. It's been an absolute joy to have you. Thanks for having me. It's really, I really had a lot of fun chatting. I'm, I'm glad you did. I really <laughs> Um, and, and you're welcome back anytime, maybe when the next book comes out and come back and talk a little bit more about some of the wonderful women that you got to interview on that one too. would love to. For sure. Um, and so 
you know, guys, take care of each other. Make sure you stay up, stay safe, stay healthy, and live for Java Chat. This coffee with Mike and Shinny Upchan. Ciao. <laughs>
how she was brought up. She was basic. She basically had to take care of like her six brothers and my grandfather. I mean, she, she only grad, she, she went to school up to grade six and basically had to leave. Right. And that's how it was back then. You know, like the women were the caretakers while the men go out, do the schooling and, you know, run the business. And that's not easy, right? Like my grandma is a very strong woman. Um, She went through a lot of stuff but she can still like wake up and still have a smile on her face. And that just shows how, how strong we are as women, right? Like the, that strength that we don't talk about mm-hmm. that, you know, we're so capable, but it's because of how we perceive ourselves. It's, it's what stops us from doing stuff. It's, it stops us from taking action in, in our own journeys and even just getting messages from listeners that, you know, they're like the, the podcast really helped me start my own speaking journey, right? They would, just apply at Toastmasters and Perfect. one of them even even showed me their medal. And I'm like, that's amazing. Really? Yeah. All that from a podcast or just, you know, women be able to find out their trauma, the traumas that stop them from moving forward. Right. Because we, we all have a lot of traumas. There's sometimes we're not aware of it. And yeah. if we can do some discovery and realize like, maybe this is the part as to why your brain is kind of stopping you from that action, it yeah. makes a huge difference. Um, and even just the women I interview, some of them, like, you know, flying a plane with your feet. I can't, like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm still trying to fathom that one too because you have to have, well, you need to have them on the floor as well as be able to move. Yeah, I, I don't know. She's a licensed armless pilot. She got it done, right? But that just shows how hey, capable we are, right? That, yeah, that's huge. And, and we're not defined by our limitations. I mean, like just listening to her story is very like inspirational and makes us realize like, you know, we are more capable than we, we, we realize. And do so you, do you remember the, the her name? Cause yeah, her, I, name's I Jess- her name's Jessica Cox and it's C-O-X. Yeah. We're, we're definitely going to put that link down below. Cause that's going to probably be something for people to listen to. I don't yeah. know, direct shot right at your podcast as well. So thank you. Um, that's, that's- Oh man, that, that is, that's what else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else? Um, just, you know, women in Hollywood, like Sandra. Oh, I love her. I love, you know, the things that she does, the things that she stands for and just being able to be a, you know, a woman of an Asian woman in Hollywood who has had a success, who still has a successful acting career and just also using her platform to speak her truth, speak her voice. And that's the things I want to do. Right. Or even like, you know, Korean culture, like K-pop and K-drama is so huge. And just because they don't speak English, they're still a worldwide sensation. Right. And that's the kind of impact that I want for Asian women. Like, you know, being known worldwide as like strong and independent and, you know, resourceful and courageous because, we really need, because there's so many women out there suffering, especially in Asian countries, right? You know, women are treated differently. They're treated like objects. They're treated like property and we need to stop that. And so when we can showcase more stronger women, they can see what's possible for themselves and gives them that push, that little push to just start their own thing or just fight away or, you know, fight for their own lives or just do something that they (laughs) want versus what they've been told to do. That's awesome. Any kind of books that you've ever read or anything like that, that you've taken into consideration while you were doing all of this in your journey? Yeah, man, it's been a while since, well, there's one (laughs) book that I like called Igikai. So it's like a Japanese way of living. Um, Mm. There's also one called The One Thing where it teaches you not to multitask because that's actually not as productive. And if focusing, focusing on one thing actually helps a lot more and they just go into detail about that. 
Uh, I love reading, you know, women's biography stories because that that's the relatability factor that I like, which is why we also created this book, just sharing stories, empowering other women through storytelling. So, um, yeah, just a couple of those. But, um, you know, I've read like, you know, Think and Grow Rich, um, Three Feet from Three Feet from Gold is yep. a good one. Yep. Yeah. So those are what some of the books I would recommend. Oh, Absolutely. Um, Yikai, I just wrote down, I'll have to get that Gary, Gary's book, that one thing the, the day it came out, I grabbed it because I, oh, nice. I, I had a feeling I knew what was going to be in it and I was right. And boy, he drove that one home really well. Yeah. Um, as far as your guests, besides Jessica, cause obviously Jessica is an inspirational one. Who would be another one that really got your attention and oh. like confirmed like, yeah, this is, this is what I'm talking about. This is, this is, yeah. Um, I have one lady that I recently interviewed. Her name is Kat Kim and she has her own school called the divine of self-confidence, but you know, her past, it has nothing to do with her future. Back then she was a drug addict. She sold drugs. She went to jail for three years and most people wouldn't take action on, on their own path because of past things that's happened to them, right? But here's yeah. a woman who was in prison for three years, but is now able to have a successful coaching career, teaching others how to build self-confidence and show up as their true selves and really create a positive impact in the world. So just because you went through something in the past doesn't mean it defines your future. Like you can change at any given moment. That's huge. That, it, when when somebody can go through that path yeah. <laughs> and, come out, and, and come out on the other side with, with greater effect purpose yeah greater effect and purpose because most people that that go in they they fall into the system and the way the system is designed unfortunately once you're in it's designed to keep you in yeah it's kind of like a drug right like it's, you get addicted yeah yeah not only do you get addicted but the dealers are looking to keep you uh which is which is i, I know that sounds bad but i mean it, it is what it is that the prison system still needs reform i mean it was nice we got a little taste of it, but we need it needs to be more reformed because there's just too much to it's too much to hold everybody in it. I mean, we're still I think I believe we're still one of the top countries that have per capita incarcerated citizens. Wow. It's ridiculous. Um and, and some of the things that are incarcerated for are just like, come on, really? Yeah, little things. That, but that's like a whole other conversation. Right? It is. <laughs> but but again, going back to to Kat's journey coming out of that and having a greater purpose and effect, that's gotta be huge. What is she doing now? Just as a, out of curiosity. Yeah, she's a coach. She has her own, um, she has a coach. Uh, she has a school called the divine of self-confidence. Um, she's a motivational. She's right speaker. on your track. She's, she's yeah. rolling, rolling right alongside you. That's perfect. Yeah, pretty much. Like she's basically a strong, powerful Asian woman. <laughs> that's sweet. That's sweet. Out of all of these, out of all of this that you've been doing so far, um, you mentioned somebody actually messaged you, one of your guests messaged you. Um, what's been one of the best stories that you've had sent to you so far? Yeah, there's this one lady, she start, she, she, she listened to my podcast a lot and she was telling me how it's really helped her realize like she's not the only one feeling the way she's feeling. She used to work a full-time job and she started her side hustle as a, uh, you know, coaching other women, right? Um, and her side hustle actually became her full-time career because she was doing so well and so it does make a difference when you can hear stories and have that representation and have relatability factors like it, it all that really does help a woman realize their own worth and realize what's possible for themselves so quick suggestion for all my listeners side hustles work 
<laughs> they really do. I mean, you got to have at least one. Uh, and for those that think that they don't have the time, although I don't, I don't follow him as much anymore. Go, go listen to Gary. Cause he talks about, you got enough time in the day. Um, you can listen to Dave Meltzer too. Same story. He talks about you have enough hours in the day that you can still have time with your family and have a side hustle. It's not impossible. Um, she, she obviously proves it and she's, yeah, she also, she's also, she also has two daughters and a mom. Hello. Kind of, <laughs> kind of just, uh, that's just, this kind of proof in the pudding right there. Right. Cool. Um, when you're, when you approach, like if somebody comes to you and, and wants to do this, the style of self-confidence, follow the way, what's like your biggest piece of advice to them? For me, it's like, do what feels right for you. Cause like I mentioned, what works for me may not work for you. Who wants, who wants a pot of coffee? I just make coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure. There you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee? And now it's time for the man with the caffeine, the new tropics for the brain. It's coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup and let's get this thing started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Java Chat. This is Coffee with Mike sitting here with my guest this week, Ms. Sheena Yap Chan. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate having you. Hey, Michael, thanks for having me. Super excited to be here and just share some tips and my stories to all your listeners. And hopefully they'll be able to take away one thing that can take, you know, one step forward towards their journey. I have a feeling it's going to be more than one, but this is, this <laughs> is really cool. Um, when we, when I went through and looked at uh, your website, um, I'm, I'm just trying to gauge on, you know, who's, who is this and what is, what does this person do? What are they, what's their motivation? What's their inspiration? We have a few things to talk about. So, uh, as, as the format runs, we always ask our guests to kind of give their background. Where do you, where do you come from? What do you do? How'd you get to where you are today? So go ahead and share a little bit of who she is. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Sheena Yapchan. For those of you who may not know me, I was born in the Philippines and moved to Canada when I was seven. Growing up in Canada as an Asian kid, you know, you don't see a lot of role models to look up to that look like me. <laughs> so on TV, all I ever saw was white people on t magazines, on billboards. And because of that, I was really ashamed of my Asian heritage. I never thought I was beautiful enough. At one point, I wanted to be a white girl named Heather, have blonde hair and blue eyes, because that's what I thought the definition of beauty was. And so it wasn't really until my 20s when I realized that you know, I love being Asian. It wasn't actually until like I changed my hair color from blonde to, you know, really dark brown to get that natural color that I realized like, you know, I, this is who I am. I'm Asian and I'm just going to embrace it. And so, you know, I used to work a job, but I always knew it wasn't for me. Like I would just sit in my cubicle and be like, I, I can't see myself working here till I'm 60. I mean, there's days when I would just drive to work. And like, when I got there, I'd be like, how did I get here already? Like, oh, kind of like, was, you got into that zone. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. And and so I always knew that it wasn't for me, but at the same time, I was also scared just because I always thought success was just having a steady job and a steady paycheck and work till you're retired. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until my aunt's death that I realized life is so short because right? she died suddenly almost 10 years ago, hmm. but she was able to do things that most 20 year olds would love to do. So her quality of life was at least, you know, great. She's able yeah. to Love do the things that she wanted to do. Yeah. So that, that basically started me thinking differently, living differently. I mean, it didn't happen overnight. You know, we still get scared, especially we get scared of the unknown. 
it took a while for me to get there, but I was able to quit my job and decided to, you know, travel around the world, just have some me time. And I always wanted to help people. I always wanted to help women, especially Asian women, because as Asian women, we're still very underrepresented. A lot of people think all Asian women are quiet and submissive and obedient or treated as sex objects. And this is why I started this yeah. podcast called I the Tao Self-Confidence, Tao Self-Confidence uh, mm -hmm. where I interview Asian women about their inner journey to self-confidence. And I've interviewed over 700 Asian women on this topic. I've interviewed women who can fly a plane with her feet because she was born with no arms. I've interviewed women who decided to be a Christmas song artist because she loves writing and singing Christmas songs since she was seven. That's and cool. so I've, I've, I've interviewed women from different parts of Asia, different parts of the world, different Asian backgrounds, different career choices. And this was huge for me because I really wanted to create, number one, a support system where Asian women can turn to when they are dealing with confidence issues because I was trying to look for one and I couldn't find it. And so I realized if I can't find it, I'll make it. Yep. Second one, creating a stronger representation of Asian women. Like it's so important to create that because of these model minority myths, we don't end up in leadership roles and CEO roles, uh, high corporate roles. We don't get equal pay. We get looked down a lot because of this model minority myth. And so I'm always trying to find different ways to elevate Asian women's voices. And this is the birth of this book, Asian Women Who Boss Up. <laughs> And this is actually very personal for me because you don't see a lot of books that highlight 16 Asian women in a cover of a book, right? It's, 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 I've, I don't I've, see any. I've never seen, I haven't exactly. seen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I thought, by the way, I thought that that, that was a brilliant idea to do that with the cover. Um, Cause it really does showcase even within those 16, how diverse even they are. Yeah. Be, because society, society thinks all Asian people come from China. And that we're all one one cultural background. But I, I, I laugh because I'm from Hawaii. We all know <laughs> for a fact that Asian means all kinds. It, yeah, it, we have we have every kind of Asian. I, I do that with quotes for those of you that are listening in Hawaii, and we were friends with all of them. I mean, I grew up with every kind. I mean, I I grew up learning martial arts from different types of of each different background. I I even taught some for a time. They're not the same. <laughs> Definitely. They're not the same. We're all different. We all have yeah. different cultures. We all, yeah. all have different upbringings, different foods. And Beautiful that's what's cultures. so amazing. Amazing yeah. foods. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? <laughs> it, it's so one of the, one of the, one of the big influences in Hawaii is Asian cooking. Yeah. And, you know, anytime somebody says teriyaki, that becomes the, the stereotypical. Wow, oh, it's teriyaki. It's Japanese cooking. Well, that's not really Japanese cooking. It kind of got Hawaiianized, but <laughs> it had an influence there. And then, you know, you have all of the other influences, Chinese, Vietnamese, and, and so on. Filipino, huge. I mean, who doesn't know what lumpia is? <laughs> Come to the States. What's that? You don't know what that is? Holy cow. Have you been missing? Where, where have you been? On Iraq? Uh, we, we, we miss out on a lot of it. So I, I think this is, that's, that's why I said, I, when I saw that, I was like, Oh, this is going to be good. This is cool. So awesome. Yeah. So did, super. You did, you did that. You, you went in, how did you find these people? Through social media, through cold outreach. I mean, I always tell people, if you want things to happen, you just got to make that first move. And it's not easy. Like, you know, if I interviewed over 700 Asian women, imagine how many people said no to me. And so I just share that because that's, you know, the truth. I get rejected a lot. And sometimes it can be depressing, <laughs> but I know it's part of the process and we just keep pushing through it. And so 
you know, I'm always trying to find different ways to elevate Asian women's voices. So, you know, I do speaking, I coach women who can, who need to break out of their shell because we've, you know, with our upbringing, it's like, we're just told to do, to live one way and never go outside of that path. Why and do you think that is? I mean, I just, I don't, it's I don't... just, it's, it's, it's just a cultural thing. It's just is something it? that our gener like ancestors have passed on from generation to generation to generation, because they think that's the only way to live like a, a successful way to live. And they don't realize that it really hurts a lot of us, especially Asian women, because we're trying to, you know, attain this perfection. We have to be the perfect daughter, the perfect wife, the perfect mother, but there's no such thing because there's no such thing as perfection. And so that's when all our, you know, mental health issues start and our confidence yeah. issues and not feeling yeah. enough, yeah. comparing ourselves to other people. It, it all stems from sometimes our upbringing, right? And nobody, no, we're, people aren't aware unless we bring these things up. Right. Mm -hmm. I wasn't aware of it. I didn't realize, oh, I can actually do something for myself. Like nobody talks about <laughs> self. Nobody teaches like self-care in school, which I think is necessary because that's like real world things that we have to deal with on a daily yes, basis. Yes, so teaching kids how to take care of themselves, being okay to let their feelings out. Like that's important instead of telling them, hold it in, stop crying just cry it out. Who cares? You'll feel a lot better in the long run. So yeah, I'm just really su super excited to be here. Super excited to just share, you know, the stuff that I've been doing and just super excited for this book to come out because, well, <laughs> it is out on Amazon, but you can pre, you can, um, pre-order a copy of it on my website. And one of the things I'm doing with this, because this is, I call this a book with a cost part, part of the proceeds I will be donating to, uh, nonprofit organizations that are battling the racism against Asians. So we've had a very high uptick of Asian hate crimes, not just in the U.S., also in Canada. So I'll be donating, donating part of the proceeds to two organizations. So one in the U.S. and one in Canada, because cool. you know, we really need to bring awareness to this. And if we can speak up, speak up, right? I know not everyone's ready yet, but I mean, as, if you can support these causes, you know, at least you've done your part. There's, there's a lot of conversations that people aren't ready for yet. Um, and I think there's a lot of things that still need to be hashed out too, with regards to the subject matter, let's put it that way, because it's a little broader than just that. There's a lot more going on with regards to ignorance and with regards to an unwillingness to learn rather oh, than, yeah. you know, really trying to have the conversation. Oh yeah, like they omit so much stuff in his American history and Canadian history. Nobody talks about the Chinese Exclusion Act that happened back then. Nobody ever puts that on history books. So yeah. racism is not new. It's been here for a long time, but because as Asians, we're known as the quiet ones. We don't really make any noise. We don't really create any ruckus. They just brush it off. But you know, enough is enough. Like it's time for us to speak up and bring awareness because mainstream media isn't talking about this. And every non-Asian person I talk to about this, they're the first thing they tell me is, I didn't know that was happening. I'm like, yeah, you don't know because nobody's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, there's a lot of stuff that's not being talked about. Just it, it, That's one of them. There's a lot of other things also not being spoken about. Um, and we, we do our best to try to, to try to keep to certain subject matters. And one of these days, I'm going to end up talking about the whole damn thing. But um, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Um, to bring some awareness to it. So that's awesome. When you, you. When you talk about the Tao of self-confidence, mm -hmm. how did that develop? So <laughs> this is actually a very funny story. And I just share this to I let had you a know feeling. that <laughs> just to let you know, I'm human. I make mistakes <laughs> like everybody else. So when I first started this podcast, I actually had a different name for it. I actually wanted to name it 
the stripper and have a tagline of stripping, stripping your limiting beliefs away. And so I hired someone to do the art, you know, the podcast graphic, and it was basically a stripper with a whip and it just says the stripper. And then thank God there was like this podcast support group that I was in. I shared that photo and my tagline and my title. And of course, you know, I thought this was brilliant in my head. I'm like, I'm a genius, but they're like, that's not going to work. I don't think, I don't think it's going to work. You're going to bring in the wrong audience, your message and and the audience you're bringing in won't, won't be aligned. And so actually (laughs) that kind of stopped me. And I was like, wow, maybe if I can't think of the name, right? Like, how am I going to get the show right? And so it wasn't until a friend helped me to realize to get like really clear and like figure out why you want to do this podcast. And then, you know, I just started looking at different titles, possible titles. And a lot of people had the art of the art of, and I'm like, I don't want to be another, the art of. And so I saw Tao, right? The Tao, because Tao is like the way and the way doesn't have to be one way. It can be any way. So the Tao to self-confidence and the, you know, I'm able to interview women who share their way to confidence, right? Because it's huge to, to share different ways, right? Because we're all not, we're not, we're all not the same people. We're going to find ways that works for us that may not work for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whoever mm-hmm. listens to the podcast, at least they can relate to one person, right? It's having that relatability factor, the vulnerability that, you know, knowing that you can overcome your lowest points and can still thrive. Like that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And especially as an Asian woman, like seeing other Asian women do that, even like bigger chances of like showing other women what's possible and showing our future generation that you don't have to be what people tell you. You can be who you want to be or strive for the dreams that you want. 700 different ways. So yeah. <laughs> and, and counting. Yeah. And I, I, that's, that's huge. That's kind of the purpose of what we do here too at Java Chat. I mean, we, we do, we do subjects around self-development. Um, we do a lot with startups. We do a lot with investing um, venture capital, things of that nature. And that right there, the doll of self-confidence has to apply to people that are going into startups. And you yourself found out what a startup is like. It's the first thing you walk in and all of a sudden sucks. You get, they're all suck, shotgun right to the chest. And you're like, wait a minute, I, that, that wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. But yeah. I mean, so you have to learn to embrace the suck, right? A lot of people glamorize entrepreneurship. You go on Instagram, you see people with fancy houses and fancy cars. Not saying it's, you know, you can't get that, but you don't know what's the story behind it, how many hours they put in, you know, how many, rege- how much rejection they had, or how much they were almost going to quit when they were three feet from gold, right? Mm-hmm. And these are all common. Like we all go through the the crappy stuff, the parts that suck. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also important to share that so that people can realize, okay, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a lot harder actually than working a job. But I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to push through it. And when you when you left your your job. Um, what were some of the things that you started doing to begin to build that journey up? Um, to be honest, when I, I had no plans when I, I just decided to just quit and just like, I actually went to Hawaii for like two winters and I was like, good move. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when you live in Toronto, it snows and it's cold. Oh yeah. Even, but yeah, I mean, double, double that. That's yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I just guess, I guess it just like came out of, I just like, it just started naturally, I guess, you know, because I, I realized when I try to force things, it's just a hot mess. And like, you know, you're, you're, you have this like feeling that, you know, you need to do something and you're meant to create something positive in the world. Right. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and it just like keeps like knocking on your door like okay what are you doing it's <laughs> now's the time yeah and even though it's scary like it was scary for me to start this podcast i had so many things that you know i was thinking like is it going to be good if are people going to like my voice is the content going to be relatable is it going to fail